This life is not always what we think it will be. You are an ember in the ashes. You will spark and burn, ravage and destroy. You cannot change it. You cannot stop it. This is Skylar Resna and welcome back to Stories Retold, y'all. Welcome back to Stories We Told You Guys, where we give stories a second chance. My name is Skylar Esna. Hello, hello. And this week, you might have heard it in our quote, this week's book is Ember in the Ashes. The Ember in the Ashes, to be more specific, by Sabia Tahir. And you guys, oh, my heart, my soul, my mind, my everything, you guys, this book I know I say it all the time, but you guys, these books are just so amazing, just on my Atlanta. I love it, love it, love it. Um, I think this book is really at the perfect time right now with everything that's going on. I don't do that on purpose. Like, I promise, I don't pick books based on what's happening in the world around me. It, it just happens like that, you guys. It just happens, but before... We get too much into the book, and you see why I'm rambling and saying these crazy things. Let's go ahead into our summary. Provided to us by SaviaTahir.com. Leia is a slave. Elias is a soldier. Neither is free. Under the martial law, defiance is met with death. Those who do not vow their blood and bodies to the emperor risk the execution of their loved ones and the destruction of all they hold dear. This is in the brutal world that Leia lives in with her grandparents and older brother. They do not challenge the Empire. They've seen what happens to those who do. But when Leia's brother is arrested for treason, Leia is forced to make a decision. In exchange for help from the rebels who promised to rescue her brother, she will risk her life to spy for them from within the Empire's greatest military academy. There, Leia meets Elias, the school's finest soldier, and secretly, its most unwilling. Elias wants only to be free of the tyranny he's being trained to enforce. He and Leia will soon realize that their destinies are intertwined and that their choices will change the fate of the empire itself. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive in. So here we have another perspective changing narrative. We are bouncing between Leia and Elias's um, point of view. And I, the more I read these, these kind of books, the more I, I'm getting an appreciation for them. I really do love it. So um, this story is also really deep in culture. You know how I feel about the artist bringing in a whole new world, a dazzling place I never knew. And uh, this one is 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 really deep. Um, so we have Leia and her family. They are scholars, which is I'm assuming the the their community, their ethnic community. I'm assuming. Um, and 
the scholars are not allowed to read or own property and are treated like trash. And then you have the tribesmen, which we sort of talk about, but not really. They're protected by the treaty. You have the mariners who are protected by their geography and the fact that they're traders. So everything that people need, they have. We don't talk about them, I think, at all. And then you have the marshals. Now, the marshals are the ones who are in power and are basically enslaving the scholars. Now, whew, now we got that out the way. Uh, let's go ahead um, and start with Leia's story. So as we see from the summary, the summary tells us so, so much. Tells us so much. Um, Leia lives with her brother and her grandparents. And one night, the, the legionnaires, which are basically the army, they come into the house in the middle of the night. And they just start like messing everything up because they're looking for her brother Darren's sketchbook. Because there is some prominent information in there that will change everything it will change everything but not only are the legionnaires there there's also there's also a mask and it's not you know just a regular mask all you put on take off no these man these masks are something else but we're not going to get into that right now because there's there we're going to talk about them more later on but just know they're super soldiers like super like Marine, Navy SEAL, Black Ops combined type soldiers. Like these guys are the real deal. So um, they all come into the house in the dead of the night. And obviously this is not a good sign. So long story short, the grandparents are killed and Darren is taken and Leia runs away. Then uh, Leia finds a resistance, which she does. And she begs them to help. And they only agree to help her when they discover that her parents were the greatest resistance leaders that they have ever known. Right? Boom. So now she's been given the task to go to Blackcliff, which is the academy where the master train, and to spy on the commander. That's what they, they call they call the person, the, the leader, the commander. And, uh, things get a little messy for Leia as her story goes on, but I will let your imaginations run wild. And it, she really, she really transforms, um, from a scared little girl into a real warrior. Even though she's 17, I'm still going to call her little girl. She really transforms into something quite fierce, but... Luckily, her transformation is not done at the end of this book, which makes me very, very happy. All right, now let's switch over to Elias. So we first meet Elias um, as he's planning to run away from the Academy while chasing someone else who is running away from the Academy. So, irony. Uh, So when they catch the deserter, they bring him back to the Academy and we really see why Elias wanted to leave the Academy in the first place. It, it is brutal. It is really brutal what they did to the deserter. And I'll just say it, he died. And the, the people at the Academy, you know, Academy students, kids, everybody here is basically a child. And, um, 
it's just a nightmare of pain and punishment. And the commander, we see how much of a monster the commander is and how much fear she strikes into the heart. And did I say she? Yes, I did. And surprise, the commander is also Elias's mom. Wow. <laughs> surprise. But she's, he, he is nothing like his mother. His mother actually, um, we learn, abandoned him when he was a baby and he was raised by the tribe's people. Um, I forgot the name of the tribe, but his mother's, the woman that raised him was named Mama Rila. Rila? Rila? Rila. Rila. And uh, when he was six, an augur, which is like a magical person who is all-knowing and can read minds and heal people and things like that, they're just, they're very respected. You know, they live on a mountain by themselves, very protected. So an augur, 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 an augur came um, by the name of Cain. And he took him back to Blackcliff and he's been there for the past 14 years. Now, I know 14 years is like a very long time, but the book actually breaks us down why, what happened in these 14 years. So at first, they're yearlings. And then when they turn 11... They become fivers and are thrown out into the wilderness with no food, no clothes, and no weapons and told to survive for four years and good luck. Those that survive come back as cadets for four years and then another two as skulls. And we meet Elias as he is a senior skull ready to graduate in a few days. But now the this this legendary event called the trials that it's rumored to always be oh this is the year of the trials psych this is the year of the trials psych well this year is actually the year of the trials and the trials is this um this uh prophecy that the emperor his line is going to cease like Everybody in his family, he, it, everybody going to die. And we're going to have a brand new line in the emperor, uh, for the emperor. Anyway, so the four people that were chosen um, were Elias. I'm going to, yep, I'm going to tell you this. Was Elias, um, Helen, his best friend, and the only female in here to like really rock besides, besides Leia, but we're talking about the masks. And then the evil twins. Marcus and Zach, we will talk a little more about them later, but I'm not going to spoil too much. So, um, as you remember, Elias wants to be free from all of this. And Cain, the creepy augur, told him that he would find his freedom by doing the trials. But how does that actually happen? I won't tell you. You got to read that for yourself. And while all this is going on, we find out that all the magic bedtime stories we've been told as children are all real what does that mean wraiths efrits ghouls all of them are real and they are very very dangerous they are trying to take us out okay and there are some certain people with magical abilities that are now access because they had contact with the supernatural yeah it's 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 scary and it's super cool and I'm just like, yeah, um, um, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. Um, and then you have some people who are doing some things of the dark magic persuasion. That's not fun. But it is very important 
uh, this magical element. And I am always a fan of magic and all things mystical and supernatural. I think it's so cool and so much fun. But seriously, this stuff is dangerous in this book. But it it brings such a twist to the story. I just love it. I just love it. Now, I would be remiss if I did not merge the two stories of Leia and Elias. I'm not that cool. <laughs> so when Leia's undercover, she has the, the first time they actually meet, she has to go get Elias and Helen for the commander. And when Elias sees Leia, like, okay, the best way I can really describe it is to actually use Elias's words. So he said, a heated, visceral shock flares through me at the clarity of her dark gold eyes. For a second, I forget my name. And now, see, look, I'm not usually a fan of, like, the overly mushy, gushy stuff, but that was just so cute. It made my heart smile. Ah, uh, I absolutely love it. And as the story goes on, we see that, like, Elias, you know, wants to get... Leia to trust him, but she's like, he's a mask. You can't trust no mask. Nah. But they, as they grow, they see each other as more than just a mask and a scholar slave. And I think that is beautiful. And of course, it's going to, it's a little bit of chemistry there, but you know, we all saw that coming. Two main characters, come on, they got to fall in love, right? And I just, I just love Elias. He gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling inside. And, uh, you just love him. How can you not? And now it's time for my favorite part of the book. And this one was actually pretty different for me. Usually it's like a, a moment or a character or what the story is about. But honestly, my favorite, my favorite part of the book is, is the writing. This writing is so good. I found myself clutching my pearls more times than I realized. And I'm getting misty-eyed and I'm gasping and I'm shocking the people around me because I'm like, oh my gosh. And at some point, I feel for each of the characters, even the characters I absolutely hate, I feel for them. I feel for them so much. And oh, and I love this is not the end. That's right. It is not the end. And there are three more books. So the first book, the, okay, the first book is what we're talking about now. The second book I already read. The third one I'm in the middle of reading and the fourth one has not dropped yet. But this, the way this book ended, this is how you leave us. This is how you leave us. I am not crying. I am not like, like lying in my bed, like rocking myself, trying to go to sleep and soothe myself. I'm interested. I can see there's a future in it, but I'm not disheveled. And I, I love it. I love it. Mr. Here, you did an amazing job. You did an amazing job. And now my least favorite part. The part that makes me sad and angry and just all the negative feelings it is Marcus. It is Marcus. It is Marcus. It is Marcus. And just, uh, I used to like the name Marcus. Now I just can't stand it. I can't. Oh my gosh, you guys. He is such a demon. He's just an evil, evil demon. And I told you guys earlier, I love Helen. She's amazing. She's awesome. She's fierce. And she is absolutely terrified 
of Marcus. Marcus is just a menace. He's just a menace. And this now, this writing is so good for a slick moment, for, for a tiny moment. I felt for Marcus. What was that, a page and a half? I felt for Marcus. I was like, dang, Marcus, I'm so sorry. A page and a half, I fell. Like, I felt something for this man. And, and now I'm just like, just, I can't. I can't kill him all. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. But again, he's a monster, but it still just shows how amazing this book is because I'm just like, this, I have my emotions with him. Like everybody. I even don't like the commander. Her real name is Kellis. Kellis, I don't like you either. Please don't think you're off the hook. I don't like you neither. And I'm trying not to hate someone else because I've read ahead so I'm just not going to hate anybody else right now. So I'm just going to hate Marcus and Kellis because they were just great. Um, they were great. I'm going to call them villains. They were great villains. They were great villains. And ugh, just shivers down my spine. I hate it. So in closing, this book is just an amazing story. It'll make you chuckle. and It'll make you tear up a little bit. And it'll make you gasp and it uh, it's just an amazing story it's so well written and it just it does the heart good it really does and it really touches on racism and how we treat people different based on their status and what we think we know about them versus who they really are so that actually leads me right into my who, who needs to um, to hear this story. Um, it's for everyone who thinks that being a minority means that you're powerless because that is so not true. This book shows the exact opposite. Anyone, anyone can, can change their situation. And right now I know it's crazy outside. Um, I just watched, you know, Atlanta being burned. I'm watching cities all over and in Michigan. Everywhere is just rioting and things are crazy. But this this may not be the best way to go about it, burning down our homes and things and businesses. But it shows that we're not defenseless. And that is just a beautiful feeling, knowing that through it all, there is some power. We have to learn how to channel that power the correct way, but we aren't defenseless out here. And that is, that's, that feels good to know. And why should we read this book? Um, you know, my, my first thought is obviously... Um, because it talks about how these different cultures and ethnicity groups uh, work together. And it shows how even Leia and Elias, being from two different worlds, can come together with a common goal. So that's one of the whys. But another why is that it's because this book was written by... Um, and an Asian American. And I think this is only my second book after Love, Hate, and Other Filters that I've read by an Asian American. And that's a problem. 
This is Asian and Pacific Islander Month, even though it's the last day, or th- this is coming out on the last day. But we need more stories told by um, Asian, South Asian, and Pacific Islander authors. And also, right now, I just want to give a shout out to my my good friends, Manoa and Gulenar, who are both Pakistani-American they have been so hard in advocating for for the Asian community to speak up on behalf of Black people. And I've been pretty numb because I'm just so tired of all of it. But shout out to them and shout out to all of the Asian community for supporting and having our back. Because I've seen so much um, and I really appreciate it. If no one else tells you thank you, I'm saying thank you. And thank you to all the allies and all of the community members during this time. I know it's crazy, but I believe there's going to be a, a better day one day. I don't know when. I don't know where. I don't know what it's going to look like. But I am a person of, of hope, which leads me to the moral story. As long as there is life there's hope. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of our episode today. I really hope you enjoyed this story. This book, I, you know what? This one I have not been able to find on audiobook, but the libraries are slowly starting to open back up, at least where I am. So check at your local library. If it's safe, wear your mask, wash your hands, all of those wonderful things that the CDC is telling us to do. Um, I know the second two books are on audiobook, which is so crazy. You had to put the first one on there too. I need them all together, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, please go ahead and subscribe, share, tell your friends. Um, uh, we have an Instagram page, Stories We Told podcast, and a Facebook page where every week we post a new book for you to check out based on all the wonderful things that are happening this month, whatever they may be. And until next time, on your own stories, read to expand your mind, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Be safe.